Welcome to Beacon 76. I'm William. And I'm Jason. I think that they go to uh, like a in the year 1985. I, I believe so. I think that's the, about the timeline that they were in. To like the one of these Renaissance fair. Oh yeah, things. the Renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're totally out of sorts. You have Minutemen dressed up to the nine, and right. you have Loki and and Mobius. Uh, they they basically go into like a, a circus tent right and this variant has already kind of mapped out uh, a trap for them and and, and taken out some Minutemen and um, ends up kidnapping one of them doesn't he doesn't, doesn't yeah he? I think right. the variant ends up uh, taking one of the girls I can't remember her name but she the the variant ends up taking a girl and kid you know as a, as a hostage. It's, uh, her, her name is Hunter C-20. Mm-hmm. Taking her as a hostage. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, it's, uh, I think she ends up escaping, and Loki has to go through these files to kind of figure out where this variant has been hiding in time. Mm-hmm. It's not like a specific location where it's like a planet or geographic location. It's a, right. a time location right and he kind of breaks it down to that there's more than <clears throat> there's more than just one it's all it's uh, all of these doomsday events right there the variant seems to have come uh, realized that the TVA can't track them right or re- can't track their timeline if they're hiding in these like catastrophic events mm-hmm. the right? event itself is so big it kind of overshadows Shadows everything else that's going on anything mm-hmm. else so you can hide in it and then once the event has transpired you leave and nobody even knows that you were there they think you're dead like everybody else mm-hmm. and, and Mo, uh, Loki ends up taking Mobius to one of these events it's like yeah, the Pompeii, Pompeii. <laughs> the volcano explosion you know? yeah. and that, that's where some of this humor ties in you know yeah. you kind of you have these people that are out of sorts at the Renaissance Fair and and Pompeii. They're dressed in, in suits right. and, and ties, and they they're not even trying to fit in with no. the area because they know that these people are going to end up dying anyway. And they're not even going to have an opportunity to tell anybody that they were there. <laughs> right? It's like yeah, there was this guy that didn't look like us or talk like us. That was not even dressed like us. No, because there is not a single survivor. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be dead, mm-hmm. and so there's no it. It doesn't it doesn't phase the timeline at all. Yeah, and which is so pretty after, after kind intelligent. of Mobius is always on this. Uh, not fully trusting Loki. Oh, you know? yeah. Like anybody else probably would. He always thinks that he's a, a mischievous scamp. I yes, think he, scamp. You know? He's a scamp. <laughs> and right. he, uh, I feel like Loki wants to try to, to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in some ways abandoned this mindset of, of the throne. That video that he watched ended up kind of maybe changing him. He wants to do something a little bit different right and um but mobius is always apprehensive about giving in and and believing what loki is saying whether it's theory because there's been a couple of times already that he's he's proven that he's not really saying what he means he has a, a hidden agenda right so 
um, he finally gets Mobius on board, and they end up figuring out that one of these uh, cataclysmic events is this hurricane mm-hmm. that's hitting this town in in, in the future. And um, so they kind of set out to take a, a group of men in there. <laughs> Sorry, man. I know. I just I just had a moment. Uh, my, I had a light bulb go on over my head with something completely off topic. So okay. I didn't want to. I, mean, I hate. I was trying not to. Give, I was trying to give you the hand signals to keep going. Yeah. So that's my bad. Sorry. <laughs> you know, we'll keep going. All right. Anyway, um, um, yeah, yeah, dude. It, it's it's the the hiding in these uh, at these catastrophic events was and just intelligent. It was crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're right about Mobius. Mobius was completely just untrusting of Loki. In every sense of the word, right? But he had every right to because he kind of known he kind of knew him, right? From future Loki on how he was and very untrusting. He, he, read he knew file. he read the files, man. <laughs> he 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 he's he seen all the paperwork, you know. Mm-hmm. So he he knew that okay, man. I I gotta I gotta stay on my toes with this guy because at any point he could flip the script on me, and I could get a knife in my back. It also gave the impression that. Mobius has already been hunting a variant Loki mm-hmm. for quite some time. For quite some time. So that's probably what came, uh, got him to the point that instead of this Loki that we know now being mm. pruned, right? How about recruiting him and using him? Yeah, you know, to think like a Loki would in order to capture this it's other like, variant. It's like it's like you know we do when we you know need to catch a criminal. You know, mm-hmm. you recruit what. A criminal. You want to catch a thief? You recruit a thief. Because mm-hmm. they think in the, they got the same mindset. They think the same way. Mm-hmm. You know? They understand each other, you know, what each other is doing and what each other's plan and plot is. So it completely makes sense why he would do that. Right. Completely makes sense. And so they're in this, like, shopping center mm-hmm. mall, uh, and this hurricane is taking place. And again, they're showing up in uniform. Right. <laughs> These people think that they're. They're there uh, as a, a rescue mission to kind of take them out of this hurricane situation. But, exactly. But they're there for something else entirely. Yeah. And meanwhile, this uh, this Loki variant has kind of secretly hidden all these like pruning bombs all, right. all throughout the, the 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 mall. And we find out that she has a little bit more of this this skill that Loki himself has not tapped into of enchantment being able to touch people and get inside their minds right which is crazy and um so he she in order to kind of um transfer it seems like she's transferring her consciousness Mm -hmm. in into these people but she's more of using them as puppets with her consciousness yeah like she's speaking through them while she's somewhere else the same way that loki would present himself in like a holographic form mm-hmm. in front of people, she actually puts her consciousness inside, inside their head to be able to use them as a whole different person. So epic, dude. That is, that's crazy. How, that's, that's crazy to even think that, that that is an ability that a Loki has, you know, to be able to like dip into your mind and make you think things and make you see things that, you know, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a good twist, man. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, we um, and then 
So we get to this point in this in this um, shopping center, this store, where we finally start to realize that this variant is a female. A female version of Loki. Right, and that was a a plot twist, man. When we, I don't, I wasn't expecting that. No, I knew that Lady Loki had existed in the Marvel oh, Cinematic Universe. Yeah, but I didn't know that it was going to be. She was going to be incorporated in this series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm with you on that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect her to be in this series. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually, complete, be honest with you, I really thought that this whole Loki series was going to go a completely different direction. You know, I thought it was going to be him taking the Tesseract and going and causing havoc throughout the timeline. You know, kind of like the variants do. You know, I thought that's what we were going to see from him. Not him coming in and being the guy that's trying to <laughs> save the timeline, mm-hmm. you know, which is a, a, a you know a pretty good twist on it. You know, they're kind of turning him into the good guy rather than the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. yeah, so they kind of come face to face, and um, you know, going up to this point, Loki's kind of fighting, you know, all these humans that are in the mall that she's kind of taken over, uh, and it's revealed that. You know she's she's there, but we just don't we don't really know her agenda. No, we don't know a lot about her yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't. We're just kind of getting, kind of laying the they're laying the foundation right now, letting us know who she is and that she is you know a part of the series now. So now we're gonna start building on who who she is and why she's there. And she ends up having one of these little devices to be able to open portals and and transfer through. Right. And at the end of this episode, uh, Loki has the opportunity to either stay with Mobius or, or chase dip. after her. And he dipped after her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I would too, man. That seems like that's a lot of answers there to questions that I need answers. Mm-hmm. You know? If you saw a, a variant version of yourself. Yeah. You know? That, that obviously has been doing this a lot longer than probably I have. Mm-hmm. I need answers. I need questions answered, you know? So I'm di- I'm going after you. Right. I'm not staying here with some people that are trying to keep me imprisoned, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. So that's kind of where we left off in that, that episode, you know? We see him jumping through this portal. Mm-hmm. And um, then episode three, um, it kind of... <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. It, that was that. It, it, it kind of picked up where episode two left off. Asleep, and they're man. back at the TVA. Yeah. I, yeah. <clears throat> and um, this um, this episode reminded me... No, no, no. That's later. This episode was so slow, and there was a lot of dialogue that was taking place yeah. that I had to go back and rewatch it recently. Right. And I still don't really quite understand why it was in in the series except for it to show um i think the the commonality between uh loki and she calls herself sylvie sylvie yeah uh she didn't want to go by loki anymore she changed her name to sylvie um and for him to kind of tap into her mindset and get an understanding of where you know why she does what she does, where she came from, mm-hmm. um, why she was properly re- removed during right. the timeline that she was, um, and they basically are comparing and swapping stories. 
Yeah. You know, she yeah. she learns early that she was adopted, and he, he didn't find out until later. Right. You know, so there's this overlap, and it's, it's uh, I think it's trying to establish trust because you have two Lokis that know that it's probably in their nature to be untrustworthy. Oh yeah, okay. definitely. So they're, they're going to have this, this point where they're going to try to have to figure each other out. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree. I think that they use this episode as that groundwork for trying to figure each other out. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it needed to take a whole episode to do it. Mm-hmm. You know? I think they they could have definitely, um, you know, said their piece and moved on and 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 didn't drag it out for as long as they did. Because I think it even dragged out a little bit into episode four too. Because you know, with the whole planet being destroyed, that they were staying, that they were kind of like this disaster, ep- disaster, you know, catastrophic event that they were wrapped up in with the destroying of that planet that they were on. Yeah, it, you know, it, I think it just kind of like bled in a little too much, and even bled into like season, the episode four as well. Yeah, because um, they didn't make it off of the planet. Their their no. whole their the whole time that they were on uh, on Lamantis one, yeah, which took place in the year twenty seventy seven. She was familiar with where they were at, right? And um, their whole goal seemed very back to the future-ish where they had a device to take them to a different time. Right. But it didn't have a power source to get there. <laughs> okay, so they basically yeah. spent that time trying to... Get to a power source that could, you know, get them to that. Mm-hmm. Only to find out that, uh, you know, they made their way on a train with his disguise. She, you know, pretended to be prisoner. And then that's the dialogue that took place while they were on the train mm-hmm. about the, their comparisons. Mm-hmm. And then they got ejected from the train because soldiers kind of found out that they didn't belong on the train. And in the tumbling action outside of the train, uh, because Loki had the device, it ended up breaking. Right. So now they're like so now they're, stranded. So so. That's the weird part about this show, like a little plot hole, because they end up getting thrown out of a train and still make it to this arc that's supposed to be like a shuttle that takes off from the planet. Exactly. So they, In time before the planet yeah, blows up. And they walk to this arc, right? Yeah. And they, they, they're, they're saying to themselves, okay, well, uh, this arc never made it off the planet. So maybe we are the change that that arc needs in order for it to succeed. Yeah. So, which... but they may get within walking distance after being thrown out of a train. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm and with then you. once they get there, I'm with you. The planet that's crashing into where they're at is that much closer, mm-hmm. and for whatever crazy reason, they haven't even gotten to the arc point yet. Nope. Other soldiers start attacking them. They're standing there in the midst of everyone else. It's like, why are soldiers attacking them? Everyone <laughs> is going to end up dying. Why do these soldiers still care about them still being here? Right. Why? Are, why is there fighting now? Right. This whole show, this this whole episode has been pretty much dialogue, and now, now you're all of a sudden, the now all of a sudden, we're in this big old epic <laughs> fight scene, you mm-hmm. know, with some soldiers it, that. Why do they? Who cares? Yeah, and then they're just staring up at this the sky, seeing like. Pieces They're, of a planet fall on them. Yeah, and thinking that this is the end and the episode is over. 
And we're like, okay. Oh my god. So that, one that was... leads us into to, to episode four. four, where they're still on this planet. They're still on this planet. They're sitting there having their cuddle moment. And that's that's I think really important because remember that because they're in a cataclysm event, they couldn't be found by the TVA. Right. Okay. It didn't matter where they were at. It didn't matter uh, that they were there. They couldn't be found because they were in a cataclysmic event. Right. So they were hidden from the TVA's sight. Exactly. But they decided to have a moment between themselves that wasn't a normal thing that was happening in mm-hmm. that event. Yeah. There was like a, a, a deeper connection that we right. were starting to see unfold. Exactly. In so this moment. Because that of that caused, moment, it, it caused a rift. It, yeah. It yeah. started, the timeline started to branch out and that basically gave them like a honing, targeting exactly thing to basically lock onto their location for them to run through these portals. Yeah. And then they were safe for the moment. For the moment. And they were split up, and this is where some of the the, the comedy plays into it again. <laughs> yeah. I loved right. that Mobius kind of threw Loki into this moment in Asgard in the past, <laughs> where he's like kneeling down, and Sif comes and and calls him out, and her hair is halfway cut off, yeah, and. She says something to him and basically punches him in the face. And oh, she pimp smacks him, dude. Yeah, and knees him in the groin and told him that he's going to be alone forever. And it's just, it's, it's just this <laughs> endless loop. Oh, it's this Groundhog Day, you mm-hmm. know, effect with this endless loop of him getting smacked by her over. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that being your torture, dude? Yeah, it was like his own personal hell. Right, no matter and, what you do. And that goes to show how much Mobius knows about Loki. He's like, right. you know what? Out of every moment that you've lived and you know from your experiences, right. I'm going to have you relive this specific, specific one yeah. for a while. I'm going to put you on the back burner while I deal with some what? stuff with the TVA. I, the moment I would have loved to have seen more, if it would have been possible, was when him and Thor did... Uh, What's that, um, their brother thing that they, oh, I just can't remember the name of it. Call for help. Oh, yeah. If that, they would have done, that was in Ragnarok. Yeah, if they yeah. would have done the call, if he would have had him do call for help, like over and over and over again. The, the oh, other, the other incident hilarious. I think that they could have done is have, uh, Hulk. Oh, geez. Yeah, toss him like a limp rag <laughs> oh, over been, and over again. Yes. That would have been... That would have been... That would have been, really, been, oh, been bad torture. That would have been horrible. You know, they, but, it, it, All the moments, I think those those two moments would probably been... I would love to see them yeah, more. I like that they brought the actress that played Sif back. I did, too. You know, it was an unexpected little... Yeah. Because didn't she die? Um... I'm not. I think so. I think she died in 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 one of that. In Ragnarok. In, no. Didn't pre Ragnarok. It was in the Dark World. I don't know. But I know that the actress had went on to do that TV show, Blind Spot. Yes. So it was yeah. nice that they brought her back. It was a nice little treat just right. to kind of throw in there. It had some comedy to it. So, um, and this is where Mobius is trying to to um, you know explain his. His reasoning behind um, trying to defend Loki to um, Ravona Renslayer. Right. Yeah, she's the original judge that wanted to convict Loki, but 
Mobius ended up saying, you know, let him work with me. Right. Right. Um, and so, uh, this, this, this episode, I think, kind of redeemed episode three because a majority of it took place in in the TVA. Yeah. Um, and we're seeing that one of the hunters that was in, enchanted by um, Lady Loki, Sylvie, uh, in in the mall, there's like a change in her mind. Well, yeah, there is a change in her mind because I think she's because she started to realize that she she's not she she belonged to something other than this TVA you know she had another life mm-hmm. she was having flashbacks of stuff man she was she was seeing herself you know doing something other than what she seemed to have she she you know what she had thought she had known for her whole life like how am i having visions and dreams of myself doing something that i, I don't ever remember doing mm-hmm you know, but, so that, they, but they know that they're real. But they know that they're real. Mm-hmm. It's like this real feeling inside of, of them, and it's causing them to have these like second thoughts now. And that was one of the other things that was revealed in episode three when I rewatched it is that Lady Loki um, told Loki that uh, Hunter C20, when she reached in her mind to try to get an understanding of how many guards are guarding the, um, the watchers. Exactly. Uh, she. She uh, she was able to see that there was a life before the TVA, and that everyone in the TVA was a variant like we were. Right, which blew Loki's mind. He didn't believe her at first, mm-hmm. you know. But that's just crazy to think. Like, okay, so are you, you're telling me that that everybody in this in this this very world that we're that we're in right now. They all think that this is where they, they were created here, and this is where they have been since day one. Mm-hmm. But in reality, they're all variants that have been brought to this time and imprisoned here, basically. And, and this is another uh, moment where Loki is trying to tell Mobius after he gets pulled out of this torture mm-hmm. moment. I think Mobius is starting to get in tune that there's something that TBA is hiding from him. Oh, yeah. You know, it's something that he doesn't know about. Well, and he's starting to, to, to tune into it and kind of wanting to believe Loki more and more. Exactly. Starting uh, to see, like, man, there's something, there's something amok here. There's something that's going on that obviously Loki is picking up on. And I've been, you know, blind to him just this whole time. Up on, I mean, Lady Loki confided in yeah. him and let him know that like, this is something that's going you know, on. Yeah. We, the TBA is probably consistent, uh, consisting of all variants, and that Mobius right. himself could be one. Yeah, which um, is, and that leads, you know, Mobius to kind of like go renegade and want to go against. Um, go against the grain and go against what he's always known mm-hmm. and he's confronted with uh with Renova uh, Renslayer yeah and um this this moment like I, I don't know how it happened but within three and a half episodes I was all in on the character development that Owen Wilson created for Mobius yeah and in that moment when they decided to prune him yeah I was like no, they're not killing him off. Yeah, I thought the same thing, dude. I was what? like, are you kidding me? I got I got two more episodes left and he's gone already? Yeah. I was like, oh, what the heck, man? And then that kind of, I was like, 
and they didn't give you time to mourn. No, nah, man, they just went on and moved on. right into them being brought in front of the, the watcher. Ti- the watch, the, the timekeepers. Time the timekeepers. Yeah. And um, that was a, 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 a moment that I wasn't expecting to see at all in this series. Yeah. You know, it seemed like they were this myth that they didn't really exist Mm -hmm. you know like and they were kind of brought in front of them for judgment and at this point both of them they're not going to plead for their life no and both of them in in some regard felt like this is you know this is this is an opportunity for them to be able to try and take them out you know like they brought lady loki wanted to take them out but yeah i think that they were at the point like do do what you're gonna do right i mean we've come this far if you think that you guys are in the right by making the decision that you are then so be it yeah but um that's that's when lady loki ended up uh no uh one of the hunters that had already gotten enlightened yeah she kind of came in and freed them right from their restraints which allowed lady loki to kind of pick up this knife uh, one of her her blades or whatever, and chuck it at the timekeepers, only to find out that they're like animatronic. Yeah, they're not real. Okay, and that that in itself also takes me back to the episode one where robots aren't allowed to pass through that threshold. Right. Okay. So there's threshold. There's there's robots that are pretending to be timekeepers. So it makes you wonder. Well, do timekeepers ever really exist? Or are they somewhere else and this is just a front so that they can keep doing the timekeeping job that they're supposed to? I mean, there's so many unanswered questions. A lot of unanswered questions that, you know, make you want to, you're trying to wrap your head around all that's mm-hmm. going on. You know, and then, like you said, when the head was severed from the, the these timekeepers, it comes to this moment like, okay, oh my God. There's, there's a puppet, there's a puppet master out there. Mm-hmm. There's somebody out there pulling all these strings, mm-hmm. because why would these robots be here, portraying something that doesn't exist? Something's out there, put those there to make it feel like, you know. And it, it always seems like Renova, uh, she knows more than what she's leading. Yeah, she did. Okay, she still does. And um, it, there's this whole fight scene that goes down between the Minutemen, Loki. Uh, Lady Loki and Renova yeah. they're all fighting together and in the process Loki ends up getting pruned which was a trip that was a trip but it also let me know okay th- this TV show is called Loki there's yeah they're not gonna no kill way, there's yeah. no way that Loki is dead right at the same time you could think well this show is called Loki and they just did introduce us to a female Loki that's true too so it could have gone like okay we're gonna we're transitioning over to this new Loki now, mm-hmm. you know. So your kind of mind's a little twisted. So you're trying to figure out, okay, is pruning actually dying, mm-hmm. or is it being, you know? They, they let you to believe that it was removal from the timeline. That's all it. That's all they said. They never said it was death. They said it was removed from the timeline. But it looks like they're killing the crap out of them because mm-hmm. they're like disintegrated. Yeah. You know. So you're just trying to wrap your hand around what is going on, and then come to find out um, because um, uh, Lo- female Loki, what's her? What, 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 Sylvie was going to try and kill uh, 
the other lady, mm-hmm. right? And she told her, she said, uh, you could still, he's still alive, you know? Yeah, tell me every. she says, tell me everything that you know. Right, and she said that he's still alive. You know, so that that gave you hope that that, gave, that let you know that well, Loki is still alive. So yeah. now you know that Morbius is still alive. Mm-hmm. And um, it's at the uh, the Easter egg, our our only episode. The only the episode that had an Easter. Egg. Mm-hmm. Well, no, not until the last one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that we we see that Loki's kind of waking up, and he's, he's sitting in front of four other Lokis. Right. And at the at first sight, you don't see the fourth Loki. Right, you didn't. <laughs> he's on the ground, you know. He's on he's on Kid Loki's lap. I right, think. it's like a crocodile or you something. Know, and then you have, and then um, that leads us to episode five, where there's this other realm, this other world, where people who have been purged, uh, are pruned, have, uh, have all been gone. transported to, and. Another plot hole is that leading up to this point, we've seen a lot of Minutemen get pruned. And we've seen Lady Loki uh, uh-huh. set off devices. Pruning that, people. That would cause people to get pruned. Right. Where where were they when Loki was there with Lobius and so, all the other Lokis? I think that the Lokis were able to find a way to survive because the creature that was on that planet, right? Eliath. Eliath. He destroys those that come, you know, because okay. you remember that time when the battleship yeah. came yeah. and he yeah. destroyed all yeah. of it? And I have a theory about that too. So he, he um, all, the, all those that have been pruned before, not all of them survive being pruned. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? So, I think that's kind of where that went with that. All right, get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, Loki kind of wakes up and says, "Am I dead?" And they go, "No, no. But you will be if you don't." don't come with if, us. Yeah, if you don't get your butt out of here right now, you will be dead. And mm-hmm. see, so that's the final death, you know. And um, so he's kind of thrown into this new world where mm-hmm. he realizes that there's other variants that are there before him right. that have been there longer than him, survived longer than him. Uh, you know, they have this underground bunker. Uh, and, I mean, this 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 episode makes your head spin because of how many Easter eggs there are in it. Yes. There are so, so many Easter eggs. In fact, when it's panning from ground level to the bunker that they're kind of like tucked away in mm-hmm. they um, they pan past uh, this little jar that has a, a, th- a character named Throg mm-hmm. which is a frog Thor right who Chris Hemsworth actually did the voice for oh really in this episode oh that's cool so I don't know if you remember seeing it he's, I don't he, remember seeing it he's jumping they're, it's like panning through the dirt, uh-huh. and it shows a little frog jumping in a jar. Uh-huh. So when you go back and watch that I'll episode, go back, I'll back. I'll go back yeah. and look at that. I missed and, that. Um, what I like about this uh, this part of the, the, the show is that it shows like the consistent mindset of backstabbing that Lokis have. Mm-hmm. So you have them off. They, you have them originally in the bunker, 
and then you have this other Loki that's wearing like a like a vote for me badge with like a suit and part of his jacket is ripped with a group of other Lokis that kind of make their way into this bunker. Mm-hmm. Then you have boastful Loki that's willing to take out kid Loki because apparently he's made alliances with the Loki that just showed up. And then that Loki says, I want to rule. And then all of the grouping, all the guys that are showing an alliance with that Loki end up throwing, <laughs> pulling out their knives on him. And it's yeah. like everyone's just fighting to be the head Loki in right. this new world. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's our Loki that has just shown up that kind of has to, you know... Be the peacekeeper of everything. <laughs> say, hey, come on, guys. Let's just... Uh, none of them trust each other at all. It's like right. they're starting from scratch all over again with him and Lady Loki. Right. And it's just funny. It just shows that deep down, variants of himself are just as untrusting as he has been or he t- he shows other people right. that he can't be trusted. Exactly. Uh, they ultimately come up with a, a plan that they're going to try and kill um, Eliath. Yeah. And uh, by, at this time, uh, Lady Loki has kind of pruned herself for yes. her to show up wherever this Loki is at. Exactly. And, uh, and Mobius... Lady Loki has the thought that the way on to the next part of their their quest or their journey or whatever is through Eliath. Right. He's and, like the guard dog mm-hmm. to the the realm that they need to be in. Mm-hmm. Right. Because because uh, there's something beyond time. It's a void. Yeah. You know, the end of time. There's a void. There's, there's a void. Yeah. Exactly. And he's the he's the you know, he's the gatekeeper, so to speak, for mm-hmm. that. He's like the watchdog. The watchdog, right? Mm-hmm. For that end of time void. All right. Thanks for tuning in this week. We're happy to have you. We're really excited to jump into this episode. We've been looking forward to it for some time. And uh, let's let the listeners know what we're going to be talking about today, Jason. Yeah. So this week we are going to go into Loki, man. That's it right. just wrapped up uh, this Wednesday. So we decided to wait until it was all over with and have our discussion about it so yeah we're super excited about this yeah we had hoped to maybe incorporate black widow into this but i didn't have a chance to get out and and watch it yeah i actually did i went with the girls uh this sunday to watch it and uh despite everything that i heard Mm -hmm. in regards to it i was i was completely satisfied with it okay yeah i i was me personally and um I was glad to finally get to be able to see it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it had been a long time, and I wasn't, There's I like, wasn't disappointed. It's the first Marvel movie in two years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. I'll tell you what. For me, it was better than uh, uh, Miss Marvel for sure. Oh, Captain Marvel or Captain Marvel? I said Miss Marvel. I know Captain, what you Captain. I, Captain I, I know you know what I mean. <laughs> Sorry, man. I got a lot on my mind today. Yeah, we're we're, right. we're packing we're packing up, getting ready to go on uh, on this vacation, a little mini trip. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just mine is all flustered. Got a lot going on, but other than that, man, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I know the girls enjoyed it. We're actually talking about probably going and seeing it again while we're on vacation. Just as a little, it's just what we love to do as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm. 
Yeah, there's. Funny. I don't want to give any spoilers, man, but I'm kind of interested to kind of see where I, they're I going see the with it. on your face. I know. I want to talk about it, it but yeah, I just you like want to talk about it, but you can't talk about it. Yeah. It's kind of like you know, it's, it's sad. Uh, it's it's the same with me. Uh, I just you sad. know, we just finished Loki last episode. For yeah. Us. Uh, you guys are gonna be listening to this um, next week, but for us, the the. The last episode just came out yesterday. I ended up watching it by myself because I told my wife, "Hey, I gotta get I, this. I gotta watch it for our podcast. I gotta I get this done. I can't. I can't wait for you. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? I'm she, not on your timeline. This she, time. I actually woke up and that's the first thing she told me. She said, "You can go ahead and watch Loki by yourself because she wasn't ready to, to yeah. tune into it. Right. So that's what I did. yesterday. My wife actually just after the third episode, she dipped out. She wasn't even in, 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 interested in it anymore. Hmm. Okay. That third episode just ruined it for her. She wasn't even happy about it anymore. Yeah, that was a tough one. In fact, I went back and watched that one last night. Yeah. Uh, to just kind of like wrap my head around it and the importance and of where the heck they were it. going with it. Yeah, and, and why they even put it in the show. I feel like it was a filler. You know, I feel like they couldn't figure out what the heck to put in there, so they decided to just put that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it's all about you know the, the screenplay and and the direct the direction of the the director wants to take it and I and guess I, I I don't know I felt like that third episode they could have left that third episode out and added on to the final two yeah so going into this this series we had already been fed really well with the Disney Plus series with WandaVision yeah. which we did a, a, a podcast on and then the Falcon and Winter Soldier we did another episode about that yeah and so those those were longer in series as far as how many episodes we got out of it. Right. You know? Yeah, they so, were longer. So I agree with you. You know, if, you, if you're going to only give us a, a six-episode series of yeah. something, you better bring it you every gotta single bring episode. you got to bring it. Every, every, every episode. You mm-hmm. can't just come with, okay, the first episode's going to be good, second episode's going to be good, and then, you know, just start to drop off a little bit. Because I feel like the third and fourth episode, you know... They were all right. They were good. Yeah. I, I did feel like it picked up the last two for sure. Okay. You know, I, I I wish that... I wish there would have been more, you know... More depth to it. More action to it. You know? I felt like it was a lot of talking in, in, this Loki, in these Loki movies. You know them... <laughs> Which is funny because... <sighs> Lee. Let's start at the very beginning of this right. episode. You know, we have Loki... He's uh, taking the Tesseract uh-huh. from, I believe it's the year 2012. Right. Uh, during, and, the, uh, during the during um, the Avengers uh, movie. Right. Right. And he ends up landing in, like, Mongolia. Which is weird. You of know, all places to land, he lands in, like, Mongolia. But it's during a certain time frame, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's... A certain t- timeline, I mean, yeah. And uh, the, um, the TVA uh, Minutemen... Yeah, end up showing up to kind of like acquire him. Well, they arrest him. Yeah, you know, yeah, and uh, take him into custody. And so we're starting down this this very unfamiliar path. I'm I and I know for me, I don't know anything going into the the TVA. I don't know anything about. True. I know a little bit about the the end, like how this series finished out with the character that they introduced that we'll get to. Yeah. But this whole variant dynamic and, um, you know, wh- having watched shows like The Flash and you're watching The Flash now, yeah, I feel like show- shows like that have kind of 
train my brain to have a better understanding of timelines timelines and, and then the whole doppelganger thing oh you know, yeah they exactly. call them variants but variants. there's like a doppelganger thing where there's different versions of yourself you know the multiverse and uh this is a whole new phase that we're getting into where we're going to see how the events of of this series seem to kind of set the tone for what's to come with spider-man no way home mm-hmm. you know uh dr strange um the, and the multiverse, multiverse of, of madness. madness yeah um and uh quantum mania yeah man yeah this is all all these next few stages of the marvel cinematic universe are having a lot to do with the you know the quantum realm and the multiverses and and these different um timelines you know all coming mixing together mm-hmm. which is kind of where uh this loki series kind of was like leading us into this understanding that there's something bigger than what we've kind of already been accustomed to mm-hmm. with the you know cinematic universe yeah and before we uh continue and, and break it down if you haven't watched loki we're gonna we're have nothing but spoilers in oh this yeah episode. this is gonna be a big so please stop watch this please stop listening uh listen to one of our other episodes and we encourage you to come back and listen after uh after you've watched it yeah exactly uh but yeah so he's he's kind of thrown into yeah he's like in a jumpsuit he has a neck collar yeah, so he's kind of like prison prison ward type stuff going on, you know. Yeah, yeah. and and I gotta say that um, I'm not sure if you ever played a video game called Fallout. I've heard of it. Yeah, some of the technology that they're using in in the first episode that they reveal, like uh-huh. the little handheld device that they carry around that that Mobius is carrying, mm-hmm. uh, and also um, just the computers, computer monitors. And, and the design layout, I, it, it was very reminiscent of that video game to me. Yeah, but it was also very low-tech, seemed like, you know, uh-huh. outdated. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. For a, for a for an organization that's supposed to be like, you know, the supreme organization that watches over a, a, a timeline, you know, of multiverses, you would think that they would be more, you know technologically superior you know, it was crazy you know but it, it, a lot of the 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 technology that they were using seemed very like 90-ish you know it wasn't you know I, it was just crazy to me i thought it would have been different so mm-hmm. so like in, in the first episode loki he's kind of going through the formalities of basically checking in as a prisoner yeah you, know, <laughs> you see him uh agree that uh, this stack of papers, he, everything he's ever said, has uh, has uh, been, been recorded. Documented. Yeah, documented. It's been documented. He has to sign off on it up to that point. Right. And it's it, that kind of interests me. It's like, why is that the cutoff point at that moment? Because the Loki series goes on, but they don't care about what he says after that moment anymore. Yeah, they only... Well, I think they were only documenting for him what he has set up to that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So once at... Because if you look, if, if you remember, he he did say something after they gave him the papers. Mm-hmm. And they printed that out and gave it to him. And he had to sign that too. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think it was just trying to verify everything that he set up to that point, And then there's probably 
they'll probably be tracking him still. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then he had to go through this, uh, you know, kind of like a a metal detector because right. he was asked if he was if he was a robot or some type of like AI sentient thing and he didn't he's like well what if i don't know if i'm one yeah well then you'll find out once you walk yeah. through this and scanner he, and that kind of led me to episode i think four or five it was uh-huh. about the mechanicalism that needed to be able to pass through to make sure that um you know no robotic entities entered into the tva for whatever reason feel like there's more backstory there that I feel like there is exposed to us exactly uh, like what's what's well, the importance about not having robots be in the TVA yeah that that was a little like something that wasn't fully explained so to to understand why they had that specific you know uh, part brought into the the whole show and not very explained it is very intriguing like mm-hmm. why why was that a sp- the specific thing that they put in there mm-hmm. you know so uh, we'll see if they do explain it anymore. and, and uh, he ends up wanting standing in line he needs to get a ticket and there's another guy in the room that didn't get his ticket he goes all the way to the front and yeah they end up pruning him yeah you know and this is I think the first time you see someone get pruned like right just just disintegrated right, yeah, in front of you. just mm-hmm. vaporized man and then that, that, that moment that um, Loki started patting his chest looking for that ticket kind of reminded me of uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where, <laughs> you know Indiana Jones threw that guy out the window yeah he didn't have his ticket, <laughs> he didn't have his ticket. Mm-hmm. but he just saw what happened to this other guy that didn't have his and, yeah um, yeah that's a good analogy uh, you know we we finally sit down and um, and Mobius is kind of interacting with Loki mm-hmm. and uh he says, you know, you like to talk a lot. And that kind of brings me to what you thought about this whole series is that it was all talk. It was all talk. Yeah. A lot of conversations being had and not yeah. a whole lot of action. And some of the action isn't exactly what maybe we would want out of a Marvel TV series. No. And that's because it's, again, I think uh, it's... So WandaVision had a slow burn in the beginning and yeah. it slowly unveiled things to you and then it got better and it built mm-hmm. and it got better and it, 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 it ended on a high note. It did. Okay. Then that led us into the Falcon and Winter Soldier where we already kind of know a little bit about like these characters in general, but we're kind of picking up with where their lives are now post Endgame. Exactly. Okay. But they have their own stuff going on, and there was so much action spread out throughout, you know, several more episodes than what we got out of Loki. So right. you have more dialogue, and, and you don't give people the, the action. Uh, I think they tried to use a little bit of a, a comedic filler. I think too. they did. I think they were trying to make it a little bit more funny, you mm-hmm. know, than anything. Um, because I, I get it. That's Loki's sarcastic, comedic. You know, this very, you know, his whole demeanor about himself. You get what I'm saying? That we've kind of come accustomed to in the movies about how Loki is. You know, he's the trickster. He's the, you know, he's the mischievous, mischievous, you know. And so bringing that into a a TV series, like how does that play out? Because you're going to be interact, you're going to be seeing him a lot more in a lot more conversational type 
you know, situations, you know? So I, I, I agree. I think they kind of went more with the conversational type stuff with him, trying to help you to kind of understand him a little bit more on a personal level, you know, and yeah. an intellectual level, as opposed to just this mischievous level that we've kind of come accustomed to. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that statement. And at the same time, uh, what I like about Loki is that it's taking a dive in again to what I think you and I have always wanted, and that's getting the mental mindset behind someone who maybe at one point was villainous. Mish, yeah. Like, what's your, like, Mobius sat down with him and says, okay, what's your, what's your, uh, your goal here? Yeah, what's you know, your end game? You know, yeah. what's your, why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah. You know, okay, so fine. You rule over Middle Earth. Yeah. <laughs> then what's next? Then what's next? Well, you know. Yeah. What, what, where, 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 where in your mindset do you finally come to this point where you're like, okay, I have achieved what I want to achieve. Mm -hmm. And he can't answer that. Exactly. Because honestly, I don't think he even knows himself. Mm -mm. You know? Well, it's, and then I think there's also this other thing that we've kind of developed uh, a bias towards in society regarding how we look at the younger child in, in a family, mm, mm -hmm. you know, always striving to be as good as the big brother. Oh uh, yeah, this is true. You know? And you then know? finding out that he's also adopted on top of it. Oh yeah. It's like he's always trying and the younger one can, it seems to get left behind or in the shadow. So they mm -hmm. kind of act up right. or they act, they, they act, um, how they're not supposed to. Because they strive for attention. Oh yeah, he was all about trying to uh, uh, receive some sort of uh, uh, attention or some sort of, uh, you know, accolades, credits. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, he wanted the kudos for himself. You know, he wanted it to be about him. You yeah. know, and and now he's starting to realize that, uh, yeah, it's not all about you, dude. There mm -hmm. is so much more going on than you even know. Well, not only that, he uh, he gets enlightened about this is a version of Loki that has not experienced the movies of the the Dark World mm -hmm. or uh, Thor Ragnarok, yeah, or Endgame, right? This is a, a totally different Loki that hasn't had those experiences, and then Mobius sits down and shows them the footage. They watch over the film. And he uh, is shown an incident in the dark world where he made a decision that caused his mother to get killed. Yeah, was because of a decision that he made. Yeah, he he had his goal was to send uh, the dark elves in the direction towards his brother. And they, yeah, exactly. And he ended up sending them in the direction towards his mother. Mm -hmm. And right. then the look on his face of remorse of of the that decision that he made, right. and then. He probably, I'm, I'm thinking that he probably said, is this goal of, of ruling worth sacrificing people that were close to me, like people that I loved? Because yeah. I think at the end of Thor Ragnarok, we started to see a turn of Loki's character towards being, instead of a villain, kind of being on the same side and being one with his brother. But this is a, a Loki that didn't have that experience yet. Not yet. So he had to see the decisions that were made by, I guess, a different Loki. No, it's it's that Loki 
right? It's the same Loki. Same Loki. He just did. He's just realizing the outcome of his decisions, mm-hmm. right? Because he never really understood. He the decisions that he made in, you know, the timeline prior to Loki. Mm-hmm. All those decisions that he made, he never really saw the outcome or under or realized that it was his decision that made that outcome the way it did. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the one that altered the timeline, the way he, he the decisions that he made. You right. know, and, and uh, now he's starting to realize that. And he's finally left in the room with this uh, this this device that is showing him his his future. Yeah, you know, and he sees uh, basically how he dies. Right. And. Just that whole scene, the music, and the look on his face. Right. Well, that's true because the Loki that was sent into this past, into this TVA, Mm -hmm. was in the Avengers War. So he hadn't gone through that whole, you're right, he hadn't gone through that whole Mm -hmm. timeline of, you know, seeing all that other stuff yet. Yeah, he's seen... He hasn't died yet. He's basically seen the decisions that that Loki made. Right. Oh yeah, I get what you're saying now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. He, he, it's so true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. You it's know? almost kind of, it's a fork of the road for him. Yeah. It's like, look, the, this based on that moment, because in a different timeline, you didn't have the opportunity to steal the Tesseract and be with us where we are in this moment now on the TV. Exactly. Uh, and because and because you didn't have the Tesseract, mm-hmm. and because you didn't, you're not here. You didn't mm-hmm. have the opportunity to come where you are. This is all the decisions that you made. This is all the outcomes of decisions that you made, right? Mm-hmm. Which led ultimately to your demise. Yeah. So your quest for the throne or to rule never panned out with the decisions that you made. Mm-mm. So this is your opportunity to fork the road to maybe turn it around and, and, and make a change. And not only that, not only that, dude, not only did it not pan out for you, this is these are the olive branches of that of of the effects right that occurred because of all the decisions that you made mm-hmm. the passing of your mom right the death of your brother you know what i'm saying the de- death of his father the death of your father and and of thor right because you can almost come to this point where if well I mean, not the death of Thor, the death of himself. That's what I meant. The death of himself. So it was the death of him. He saw the death of his, his mother, mother, his father, his and father himself. And his, and himself. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Himself. And, you know, he's that's got to blow your mind, dude, for him. Yeah, I think it would be for anybody. Like, if you could have the opportunity, okay, from this point where you're at right now, jump out of this and into something else, but to be able to see where me and you would be in the future that'd be crazy man that'd be crazy mm-hmm. and wow. so that kind of wraps up a, a, a short version of episode one but in episode two we kind of see that Loki has kind of adapted to the TVA and he's uh, he's still viewed as a variant mm-hmm. but he has an inside perspective uh, point of view Right. And he finds out that he's supposed to help Mobius look for different versions of himself. Right. That there's more versions of himself out there. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah, well, go ahead, go ahead. I, uh, 
what I like is there's this moment where uh, you hear a car coming, you know? Yeah. And somebody's honking a horn, and they're like, what is that? And I think Kid Loki says something about it. No, no, no. The car, was coming, the car was coming when uh, Lady Loki got transported. Right. Right? She, he, he was honking her horn, his horn at her. Yeah, but then they, they they were in the car together. Right, because he tra- picked her up, mm-hmm. and, and then they started. And they outrun Elioth. Right, and then they meet up with... Uh, Loki is standing, and they hear a car coming, and they're like, what is that? And yeah. it's usually, uh, uh, Loki says it's usually like carnivores or like uh, yeah. cannibals. Cannibals, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so something good isn't coming. And, right. Uh, they end up showing up, and they basically compare notes. Right. They compare um, where... Uh, their thought process of, of how to move forward in, right. in this moment uh, and they come to the conclusion that you know Loki's going to go with her theory about that way it's through because she's already kind of touched Elias. she's touched kind of like he's the smoke monster right and she's she had a, a vision she, she had, she had a, a like vision a... of it so she feels like she can enchant Elias. right and so Mobius ends up kind of making his way back to the TVA and in order to cause a distraction this classic version of Loki ends up using his enchantment and his powers to kind of create this huge like city it's Asgard yeah it's it's crazy it's his vision of Asgard which lets us know that in his in his world he's experienced a whole other different thing right and he's lived to age at the age that he is as well Exactly. So there's a whole other story there that we ha- hasn't been revealed yet. Right. But he builds this uh, holographic version of, of Asgard to kind of distract Elioth and then... Um, Giving Sylvie a time. So Sylvie doesn't... She knows she can't do it herself and mm-hmm. she knows that Loki has a capability to kind of tap into this power that he hasn't learned yet. Mm-hmm. So she grabs onto Elioth and he, he grabs on too, and they both kind of like unite to create this superpower enchantment opportunity mm-hmm. while Elioth is taking out the older Loki. Mm-hmm. And it this episode ends with um, Elioth kind of changing to green and the smoke kind of dissipates and opens up to reveal that there's like this manor or this building yeah. on the other side uh, of this clearing. Right. And that takes us into the final episode. Final episode. And um, when when they get inside this building, uh, I was really surprised to to see that Miss Minutes was there. Mm. You know, the, the little female clock yeah, girl. Yeah, I was surprised to see her there too. Um, but she had this charismatic, like, happy tone in her voice, but that she knew what was really going on. Mm-hmm. And... Basically, uh, she w- was willing to kind of uh, present them with an offer. Oh, yeah. She you gave know? them multiple offers. They, of... they, they let them know that they have an opportunity to finally get what they've always wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, hand it to them on, on the plate. And it seemed very devilish, like making a deal with the devil. Like, right. I'm going to give you everything you want. Just don't. Don't keep doing what you're doing. Right. You don't need to mean. You don't need to know who, 
you know, is behind the this great, door. Great and powerful Oz is behind right. this curtain. Right. You don't need to know. These are Just, not the droids you were looking exactly. for. <laughs> uh, exactly. And present them with exact what they that Miss Minutes thought that they wanted. Yeah. From the very beginning, before all of this took place, maybe they wanted these things, but their journey has changed their mindset. Right. And um, they're finally faced with. Uh, Someone who I already know who it is. I already know who it is too. And but I don't believe that in this episode they ever reveal his name. No. And his name is King. Yeah, he's, he'll be in this, and this is he is going to be the new super villain that's going to be coming up in the MCU. And um, he's mainly supposed to appear in uh, Quantum Mania with Ant Man. Well, here's the thing. Here's it. Yes. But I have a feeling that he's going to overlap. I really okay. do because if you if you think about it, the Quantum Mania, the Quantum Mania, Spider Man, and uh, the Doctor Strange movies all deal with this multiverse mm-hmm. of madness, right? And I have a feeling that he's going to be our Thanos, right? Type villain coming into this. But I could be wrong. Just thought. But one of the theories that I saw real quick is so when um, when we were in Ant Man, the Ant Man movie, and they went into the quantum realm, and you mm-hmm. saw all those little bubbles that floating yeah, around. I remember seeing this on Instagram. Right? Yeah. There's this vision. There's this point in there where you see this little city inside mm-hmm. this bubble, mm-hmm. and a lot of people's theories think that this is this TVA is that city in a bubble, right? Because they've mentioned that time works differently here. You know, he, Kane, at the end of the series says, I'm a lot older than you think I am. Mm-hmm. So therefore, he's saying, he's, you know, he's, he's been trapped in this, you know, time thing for as long as he has, mm-hmm. you know. And the only way out of it for him was to have the timeline break, right, and for him to die. And then he could come back again. Because that's what he said. He said he would come back again. You know? He gave them the options to take the take the mantle on themselves. But they decided not to do that. Yeah. And that was a, a another fork in the road opportunity that I didn't quite see coming. Because he was basically presenting. He, there was a lot of dialogue there. A lot, yeah. That moment where they were introduced to Kane and... Just the way that he carried himself is not, is, uh, I don't know how to place it. It seemed familiar, but it also seemed odd. He didn't come across as maniacal. Mm -hmm. He didn't come across as, like, menacing. It was almost inviting, like he had known them forever, and he was just waiting for them to show up. Yeah. And. Well, he kind of alluded to that. You know, and. You know, that he knew everything that has happened, you know, that's why he's able to, you know move away from the 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 strikes of the sword that were you know brought towards him you know all the every thought that they had he already knew the answers to because he's seen it he's been there you know it's crazy he gave him he basically presented them with this opportunity for them to basically do what he's been doing as far as mm-hmm. uh keep keeping the t- the timeline the way it is right or he can choose to they can choose to strike him down and then the whole process would start all over. But 
he also alluded that there is a worse version of him that is out there that has been defeated in the past with the um, the time wars. Yeah. And um, that's that's I think the king that we're, that we're going to see. We're not oh, going yeah. to see this scientist goofy. No, but Kane is a scientist. Mm -hmm. You know, he's on that Tony Stark's type level of genius person. But he uses his for evil, you know, demise. And I, I agree. I think that this is kind of leading up to that. Like, this is what... This is the villain that we're going to see. And I... Uh, I didn't see... I, I had a feeling that Loki and Sylvie were going to be in disagreement about how it should pan out. I had a feeling that they were going <clears throat> to be, too. Because she has so much resentment and so much hatred towards this whole TVA thing, you know, because of what it, it, it she, forced it, her, the life it forced her to live for so long, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so there's this whole fight scene between Loki and, and Sylvie, and mm. I was worried that it was going to end differently than it did. Yeah. I'm glad that it didn't end differently True. than it did. I thought one was going to kill the other, mo mo most likely Loki killing Sylvie. Right. But... I'm glad that I didn't see it coming because it surprised me in a whole other way where, you know, Sylvie ended up being the one that tapped into what seemed Loki had a weakness for. There was this new attraction that Loki had probably never experienced, and he kind of was almost in love with a version of himself. Right. You know, and she, I feel like she, at some point, maybe when she touched him, even though she wasn't able to fully enchant him and, and puppet him, mm -hmm. that maybe he, she saw some insight to that and used it to her advantage to steal that kiss at the end. Yeah. And then push him into into uh, the, the... Deep back into the, the portal. Into the portal, yeah. And that left her alone to make the, the, the final decision to basically take out Kane. And the crazy thing about it is, too, is like before she actually, you know, takes that that final step to to kill him you know you can see the timeline already starting to branch out into like this you know all these different you know variations mm -hmm. and then when she finally stabs him dude it, it completely ex imploded man yeah, it was totally cracking it was almost like it, they the void was this eggshell that they were in. Exactly. Have you ever have you ever like seen that tempered glass when you smash it and then it's just like all these like it just yeah. goes in. That's what it it's looked spider like. Webs. It's this spider web of chaos, bro, mm -hmm. that is about to unfold. And just seeing that it just is mind blowing. Like, okay, man, we are about to get into some crazy crap right now. Mm -hmm. This is gonna go off. And that's where it kind of gets you to your mind going, like, this is going to lead into everything that is being, yeah. it, you know, it, it, implemented. It begs the question of what's next. What and, is next? Um, that's what it kind of shows us is at, at the end of this episode, you know, you see Loki back at the TVA. Uh -huh. And he um, and Mobius and the Under Hunter are watching the screen and they're watching the timeline split up off to and branch out to all these different ways and he's running up to Mobius and telling him hey you know this is what happened and it's bigger than you think and we gotta do this and we gotta do that and then 
uh, Mobius is like, oh, you're obviously uh, someone who works in the TVA. What department do you they work They didn't with? even know who he was. He, he didn't even know who he was. And that's another thing that I wasn't expecting. For him to come back and not be in the same TVA, he was in a whole completely other TVA. A totally different he one. He looked out the window and he saw, instead of the statue of the timekeepers, he saw a ta- statue, statue of Cain. Cain. Uh-huh. And that was like, Dude. wow. That's a blow your mind type moment right there. You're and, like, oh and, my God, and this and is And then when it left off like that, that's when I told, I had the same feeling you did today mm-hmm. about wanting to talk about Black Widow. Yeah. I had that same feeling about wanting to talk about it with my wife because she hadn't watched it either. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was. I did mean, you watch the final? I didn't credit? see the. I didn't see the last Easter. Okay, so there's a final credit scene, and just to kind of break it down for you, all all it really is, is um, it was a stamp. Mm-hmm. And when they released the stamp, it said, "More to come, Loki season two. Okay, yeah. Okay. I saw that almost so, over Instagram that yeah. you know, Loki was how can you not how can you not have a season two? Right? You know? It's like how could you not have a season two of Wanda Vision either, you know? You could have more of that. Mm-hmm. And so I I really hope I'm glad that I'm glad to find out that they're having a, another season of Loki. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I hope just, it's more than six episodes, but Yeah, I do too. I do too. Or at least if they're going to do six episodes, they don't waste one of them. Because Tom Tom Hiddleston has said, come out and saying that he could play Loki for the rest of his career and he wouldn't mind. Uh, that's what I'm talking about, dude. <laughs> right? These guys, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like these guys that get these like notions, okay, I don't want to be one trick ponies. Dude, you can still do other crap. Mm-hmm. Right? You can still be Iron Man and do other stuff. Nobody's stopping you from doing it. You can still be Captain America and do other stuff. Nobody's stopping you, you know? But they get into this mindset where like, oh, I, that's not what I, all I want to be known as. Too late, bro. You are known as it. Just embrace it. And obviously, uh, he's embracing Loki mm-hmm. and saying, hey, I'm good with it. Let's roll with it. I like it. I like it. All in all, I, for me, it started off great. Took a little dump on me, but it finished strong, mm-hmm. and that's what you can ask for. And and left me wanting more. And left me wanting more. I agree. I will give you that. I was, I was, I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with the way that it ended, and the fact that it left it open and left you wanting more of mm-hmm. it. And when it comes to anything that Marvel does, that's one thing that they do well. Is they leave you always wanting more, mm-hmm. you know, which is a special attribute that they have in their filmmaking, right? Or and even now in their TV series. I'm looking forward to excited and excited about what's going to come next and yeah. and how this has set the pace for the upcoming movies that oh yeah have yet to see. Oh, it is on like Donkey Kong for sure. I'm I'm super excited about it. So, with that being said, man, I'm I'm. I don't know what else to say, dude. <laughs> You're I, lost for words. I'm a loss for words. I was. That's all right. We can wrap it up. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm happy that it. <laughs> I'm just. I'm super excited. Like I and this Kane, this Kane the Conqueror dude is going to be. I'm mark my words, dude. I'm gonna put it out here right now. He's gonna be. He's gonna be a force. It's gonna be. 
that they're going to have to deal with for a while. Yeah, I anticipate that being the case. Yeah. But so. uh, we, uh, we're glad that you could join us today. Absolutely. So we were happy to finally put this one out. Yeah. And uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, just uh, reach out to us. Let us know what you thought about Loki and any of the other series that are on Disney+. Plus. Absolutely. And uh, until next time, stay safe. Peace out.